It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is what is going on, guys? Dean Ed back at you with another Locked on Wizards podcast episode. Wizards get the dub. They escape Oklahoma City. I mean, I got, for a game they won, I got a lot of issues to speak about. But, you know, a dub is a dub, like I always say. So let's get right into it. are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? Back with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. Thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms this show is also presented to you by prize picks and i got my main takeaway what's your main takeaway from this game tonight well i'm gonna start off with the good kyle kuzma's just been great i mean he's playing at an all-star level right now he looks super confident bradley bill was announced that he was um, placed in the health and safety protocols so somebody had to step up and Another take is a takeaway is that Spencer Dinwiddie once again plays better when Bradley Bill doesn't play. 20 points, 10 assists, another double double for Spencer Dinwiddie when Brad's not playing. Um, Kyle Kuzma, he, he's just a man on a mission right now. He's playing his butt off and he's going downhill. He's playing like he's six foot 10. He's knocking down threes in a clutch again, um, getting to the basket whenever he feels like it. He's finishing through contact. Um, he was the best player on the court tonight for both sides. I mean, he's playing really, really well. If he would have started playing like this from the first game of the season, he would clearly be in all-star conversations. Honestly, if we had more of a winning record and he's putting up the numbers because the last five games he's averaging 27 points per game, 12 rebounds per game, and 2.8 assists per game. That's MVP-type numbers. If he, if he was doing that from day one, from game one, 27 and 12, that is MVP conversation type numbers. That's how good Kyle Kuzma is playing, seriously. And I want him to get the recognition. Now, he hasn't start, He didn't start doing this until like the last five or six or seven games. That's why he's right. not going to get 
the recognition right now. But I mean, he, he's playing well, man. He's playing good ball. Um, but defensively, we were just bad. It was awful. Um, the Thunder, they spread us out. Josh Giddy, um, he's playing really good basketball. He, he's mm-hmm. up for rookie of the year. He's a top five rookie of the year con- candidate. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. They got a lot of young guys that can play. Um, they can put the ball on the floor and get to the basket. Um, Daniel Gaffer, once again, gets in foul trouble, so he can't really um, defend the rim and defend the paint like like we want him to. Um, but they just mm-hmm. – uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, you said it before, um, he was pushing guys out the way and get to the basket with ease, and we couldn't stop it. They shot they, – they had 64 points. We had 64 points in the paint again. This did look like a Washington Wizards game from last year, 122 mm-hmm. to 118, like a Harlem Globes trotter. Scott Brooks yeah. kind of just throw the ball out there and run up and down kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, but they 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 couldn't miss, and they were they were hitting some clutch threes too. We got lucky with Lou Dort airballing that three. He got wide open. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to say this is a lucky win, but you know this is another ugly, gutted out type win. But we we need to, you know, I'm not going to say we're going to blow out these inferior lottery teams, but we need to beat them by at least ten instead of squeaking away with these wins. Yeah, that's why when people are surprised, like Wizards fans are surprised that they are struggling against these Pistons, the Thunder, the Magic, the Wizards don't blow people out. They don't play the type of style to blow teams out. Like, they don't play good enough defense to blow anybody out. Every game is going to be a competitive game because they can do what the Thunder did today. They can get to the basket at will. They can shoot um, from the mid range if at will. They don't have to shoot. I mean, at the in the first half, the Thunder was shooting like what? Like 15%, 20% from three. They were shooting 50% from the field. And I continue to say, you don't need to be hot from three against the Wizards if you could just get to the basket at will. And I didn't know if SGA was LeBron James out there. I didn't know if LeBron got traded to OKC because guys <laughs> falling over. Nobody could just do anything against SGA getting to the basket. He's getting layups at will. I mean, it was easy. I'm saying my main takeaway is, is the interior defense continues to be an issue. Game after game, teams are shooting 40-something percent. The Thunder shot 48%. And this is a trend of outside of the Magic game where teams are shooting 45% and up against the Wizards. And it's tough to win games like that. And like I said, against the Magic, they're lucky that this was the Thunder and they won because if they continue to play defense like this, because you cannot consistently win games playing this type of style, these high place shootout games. It's hard to continuously win games. And if this was a better team, like the Bulls, and we saw what happened with the Bulls, those results are going to happen. I mean, these lower teams, they can get away with it. But I mean, the layups, you've seen it towards the end of the game. Eh? With SGA, <laughs> it was nobody there. He just got to the basket. It was nobody there, literally. I don't know how that happens. I mean, and I'm not even about to get to yet the the miscommunication with Dort after the timeout. But, I mean, I'm happy with the win. Yes, I'm happy with the win. But, I mean, man, I I can't just ignore the issues that I'm seeing right now. They got the win, but it's like I don't have a lot of confidence coming out of this game with the way that they won. That's what – kind of my main thing is right now yeah and I, I would say you know possibly if brad played maybe it would have been a larger margin of victory but we've seen games where brad has played and the defense has been the same you know brad was there when we lost against the rockets now we did get Rui back we got trez back mm-hmm. 
And I thought Trez and Rui gave us some good minutes. Um, Trez, you know, if we don't get that offense rebound dunk, put back dunk by Trez, we probably lose if he doesn't make that play. That was a huge play down the stretch. Um, and Berton's played well, too. I mean, we'll probably talk about some yeah. in, more individual players later, but some guys did come in and step up off the bench um, when we needed it. And we we did get a few stops down yeah. the stretch. Um, but defensively, yeah, we, we got to clean some stuff up. Wessonsell Jr., we know he's a defensive-minded coach, so um, – He's got to get into these guys, and they got to they got to defend better if we want to take advantage of these eight home games coming up yeah. or seven home games we got coming up. Definitely. Um, and before we get into more thoughts about the game, we do have a message from our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator, and offers all superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, threes made, etc. All of our users that deposit and use our promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use promo code NBA. You pick two to five players in an over slash under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize picks allows mixed sports entries. For example, you can take the over on Kyle Kuzma points, which I did tonight. I knew he was dropping 20 plus. Or you could take the under on Neto points because he struggled today. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to prizepick.com today and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Also, guys, I'm going to thank you once again for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. And I, I want to get your take on – there was a play, just really quickly, and I know you got more thoughts about the game, but really quickly, there was a play where Dinwiddie had the ball, <laughs> Gaffer got switched on to, I believe it was SGA, and, like, it was just – they were just dribbling. He was just dribbling and dribbling. And then he kicked it out to a bad pass for Kuzma – had to try to scoop it up off the ground. Mm. That was a mess. I mean, it. I feel like 
at times the offense was a little clunky in spots. It definitely was a little clunky. Uh, but would you say your takeaway, like how, how optimistic are you feeling about this team right now? Because I remember at the beginning of the season, you say you were real bullish. We was both saying we were bullish. <laughs> we were extremely bullish. Right now, how is that bullish, like to pessimistic viewpoint right now, bullish yeah. or bearish? Like, what would you say right now? Like, I, I know they got the eight-game stretch coming up at home. Right. I mean, it's looking rough, kind of. on de- Not kind of, definitely on defense, but right. they're getting it done. They're squeaking by right now, but how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, I'm not too bullish, but I'm optimistic. You know, they mm-hmm. got some guys coming back, TB. Rui looks good. I like what I see. Yeah. Uh, once he gets his legs under him, dunking on people, that reverse dunk was Never, I yeah. loved it. I love mm-hmm. what I saw. Getting him back is huge. Getting TB back tomorrow night. If you guys yes. didn't know, he's going to be playing tomorrow night against the Orlando Magic. That's going to be a huge help because if mm-hmm. Gafford gets in foul trouble, you know, we yeah. don't just have to rely on Trez. We've got another big. They can space out the floor and shoot some threes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rui gets into the basket. But, yeah, that play, the offense is still murky. It's just so many guys. Um, Aaron Holiday, I don't think he played at all. There's no. there's going to be some guys that are just not going to get some playing time. Uh, Greg Monroe didn't play. He played last night, but he didn't play. Uh, we only played 10 guys tonight. Yeah, we played um, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we played 10 guys tonight. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been playing like 12, 13 different guys. Um, and Corey Kispert started too. Um, oh. He was huge tonight. My Did goodness. you see that block? Yes. Oh man, oh, I, I didn't see that. I know he had to. Yeah, he, he was bouncy today. He tried to get the dunk on Baisley, close but not close enough. Then he had the block. I, I mean, he came out of nowhere. I said, "Okay, yes, sir, hey, Corey." Yes, sir. He he basically yeah he was playing like Billy Hoyle from one of my favorite basketball movies. Man, he he went up and he almost dunked on somebody too. I loved yeah. it. I love what he did. Uh, not only that, he was cutting to the basket. And he was finishing around the rim today too. Uh, mm-hmm. And he had he had to get the start. I mean, he didn't know he was going to start today until we didn't get the news about Brad until really like. Yeah, a couple hours before the game, not not too long. Um, Corey Kisper hit two threes, he was two for five, five for nine from the field, 12 points, and had a couple clutch buckets and a clutch stop. I mean, because we just couldn't stop anybody at all, so that was a huge yeah. defensive play there. Um, by a rookie, and he is athletic, he is six, 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 seven, and and he's at I'm not gonna say sneaky athletic, but he's athletic, man. He, he's bouncy, and uh, Bertans, too, man. I give, I get him, give him, he hit a couple yeah. threes now, he had a heat check in the middle. And he, he missed the front end, and then him and Giddy were kind of like chirping with each other, going back and forth. But he was huge tonight down down the stretch too. But um, about the offense, yeah, it's a work in progress. Um, moments like that where Dinwiddie just holds the ball, then he'll just chuck up a three at the end of the possession. I'm not a fan of those at all. And then Kuzma, you can see Kuzma just asking for the basketball. Yeah. Um. So we, we got to clean stuff up like that. We got to clean stuff like that up. Um. So, but I, I like what I saw from the bench and other guys. This Corey Kisper stepped up tonight. Um, and Denny, I'll give Denny some credit too. He made all his layups tonight. He was three for four, mm-hmm. seven points. Um, and I thought he, I thought he got a couple stops on SGA tonight too. So I, I was happy to see him hit a three before the end of the third quarter. And you know, get out of the shooting slump. It's all about confidence. Keep your head up. Don't put your head down. Keep shooting the ball. We're gonna need Denny if we do want to make this playoff push. You know, we're we're gonna need him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think really Corey Kispert. Man, he he definitely impressed me with the things that block more than the attempted dunk. The block, man. I mean, I wasn't expecting that out of him. That he got some. I mean, I seen it in Gonzaga. He definitely got some sneaky athleticism. I know he's projected to be a shooter, but I mean, he kind of got some. You know, he can finish. Uh, he can 
try to dunk on you. I can't say dunk on you. He'll try. But, I mean, and if you're hustling like that to get blocks on the help side, I mean, that's just a beautiful thing. It really is. And all in all, I really I really think that the Wizards, I'm not sure if it's the guards are, are just letting – other guards penetrate too easily, and that's hurting because it's like you're putting a lot of pressure on Daniel Gaffer, putting a lot of pressure on Montrez Harrell to try to make up for that. So I don't know if it's that, but if they could shore up this defense, man, I don't know maybe if it's personnel change through trade or just effort. I don't know, but if they can shore it up, I mean, they're, they've been scoring. They've been scoring the ball. We used to be like the Wizards can barely – Touch 96 points, et cetera. But they've been scoring in these games now. I mean, they've picked up the pace some. They've been having decent scoring games. The issue has just been defensively. that The defense has just fell off a cliff. And I want so bad for them to be average defensively again. Like, at least be average. Because if they can be average and maintain this offense of pace that they're at and scoring, I think they can be pretty decent. Like this eight-game home streak, they can stack up some. Definitely. Instead of me feeling like, eh, they may, you know, be 500 on this eight game um, home um, stretch, but mainly really quick before we go off on magic game um, and player of the game and X factor, I've got to talk about Carl Kuzma again. I mean, I know guys like Bertans definitely, definitely with the threes towards the end and then the one-on-one with the giddy, like you said, and Montrez with the putback, it's great to have him back, by the way. KCP hit some three um, big shots. He hit the bank shot three at the end of the game. And then Dimwitty with the 22, like you said, seven for seven from the free throw line. So that's really good. That was but, huge. But Kyle Kuzma, man, if somebody asks on Twitter, do we think do, do we think this Kyle Kuzma stretch is sustainable? And I said, you know, he had some tough floaters and some tough shots today. And he may have stretches where those are bricks. But if he continues, like he's been doing, to get downhill and get to the free throw line, I mean, I don't think it'll really dissipate that much. Because if you're getting to the basket and getting to the free throw line, you're being effective. It's not like he's just shooting a bunch of contested threes and contested mid-ranges and they're just going in. He's getting to the basket, you know, and he's hard to stop when he's getting to the basket. So do you think right. Kyle Kuzma can sustain this type of play? I think he can, as long as he continues to play downhill. I really do. I really do. And I do want to talk about Hollow Neto, too. You talked about uh, defense because he, he has been a defensive liability, yeah. you know, and it's he, it's not his fault. He's six feet, so guys are just shooting over him. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of his shot selection has been iffy, you know. Yeah. Um, he's not taking some of the best shots. He's taking early three-pointers on the shot clock. But to get back to Kuzma, man, I, I do because he, he's playing with confidence. He's playing downhill. He's not just settling for threes. Mm-hmm. where uh, some of the earlier games was like if he had an off-shoot night from, from the three, he wasn't doing much else. But he he would rebound. rebound. So yeah. not only is he just rebounding the ball, he's hitting fadeaway jumpers. He started out five for five to start out. Yeah. He, was, he started out sizzling hot. Yeah, he had like and, 11 in the first, I think. Right. And the baskets he's getting are baskets where he's using his strength and he's using mm-hmm. his height. So it's not like it's just fluky, oh, I'm just hitting five threes. and Yeah. Just shoot threes. No, he's he's getting to the basket. He's going downhill. Mm-hmm. So this looks very sustainable. And honestly, 
he needs to be that second option if the Wizards want at our best. We're at our best when he's at our second he, when he's our second option. So mm-hmm. I'm super happy for for him. I mean, we know the Lakers story where the Lakers fans scolded him every time. Every time they lost, he was a scapegoat. So I'm happy mm-hmm. for Kyle Kuzma. I really am. Yeah, definitely. And I said this in the past. Um, similar to Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle. It's yeah. tough playing A next to LeBron and B in that LA limelight, especially when you get LeBron there. You're on Undisputed, first take all these shows every single day. <laughs> every single day. It's tough, man. The scrutiny. You got right. these young guys, and they're young. They were young. It's tough, man. It really is. But before we get into talking a little bit about the Magic game tomorrow, which we know TB should be back, and I think maybe Brad too, because they said the test, Quinn Mayo said the test from his source was mm-hmm. inconclusive. Right. So I'm like, maybe he'll be back if he tests um, negative. Mm-hmm. Um, by before the game, maybe he'll have a chance to come back because it's like now they're just like, I felt like he just sat because not because he had COVID or tested positive. It was just, we'd rather be safe than sorry. Right. So I think he may have a chance to play against the Magic. But Spencer, Spencer is going to play on, this is his first oh, back-to-back. I think he's playing. Oh, really? so he's I playing forgot on. about that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Tomorrow before, night he's going to play. Okay, bet. Before we get to player of the game, X Factor, Magic game, guys, we do have another message from our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring by like week three. You might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way you enjoy a delicious Built Bar. You can almost count it as a workout. And there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new, limited-time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. The offer is to go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. We also have a message from our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So, Ed, who would you say is your player of the game, and who would you say is your X factor? Um, it's got to be Kuz, Kuz control. Mm-hmm. So I'll be real quick on that. Honestly, my X factor is back to back too. Yeah, back to yeah. back. And I, my bold prediction was he was going to have twenty five and ten. He didn't get the ten boards, mm-hmm. but he did get the twenty five points. He got past that. Um, I'm going to say I could go with KCP, call a game with a bank shot, but I'm going to give Corey Kisper some love. 
I thought this was like his that. best game overall. I know he had the 20-point mm-hmm. game against the Knicks where he hit a, a bunch of threes. Yeah. But this game, I thought he did it on both ends, and he just showed off the athleticism. We don't win this game without that block and some of those um, finishes. So I'm going to say Corey Kisper was my X-Factor, and I'm going to give him some credit. Facts. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, I got to go with um, Kyle, player of the game. I mean, he was big. I know he would like to go seven for seven from the free throw line. I know that. But X-Factor, I will go with – I will go with Trez. Trez coming back. The big, he, he brought some energy. He definitely brought that energy back that was missing at times off the bench. Home crowd getting the crowd hype. I know he tweeted um before the game earlier today. He was like, looking, Yeah, he, he was like the TV <laughs> from the TV view. Cease was looking kind of empty. He was trying to get fans in the arena, you know, and, and the way he plays, you gotta love it. So I, I definitely on the comeback game, first game back, Montrez Harrell, I'll say X Factor. Now, Ed, they got the magic again, a game that we think the Wizards should win. We think, we hope. What are you looking for in that game? Uh, I'm, I'm looking for Kuz to step up again because mm-hmm. we don't know if Bradley Bill's going to play. Spencer Dinwiddie, I want to see how he comes out as well, being aggressive. Uh, he was getting downhill again to the basket every time. I love when Spencer Dinwiddie plays that way, and he's decisive. Um, and defense, Terrence Ross. We cannot let him go crazy again. Franz Wagner, Cole Anthony, we cannot let Terrence Ross get 30 points. I'm tired of seeing him every time he plays the Wizards. He has to look like Michael Jeffrey Jordan every yeah. time. It's ridiculous. Um, so just if they do that, Trez, Trez is going to help too. We didn't have Trez that game. So he's he's definitely – I don't see another big man that can really guard Trez um, from Magic unless, I guess, Robin Lopez is playing or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I think we should dominate. Gaffer should dominate. Trez should dominate. Um, and let's put let's put the nail in the coffin early. Let's finally get a blowout at home. Let's get a game where we can sit back and kick our legs up and get some mm-hmm. rest at home instead of these nail, nail biters against these lottery teams. Um, let's rebound the ball. Let's defend. Let's get out there. Let's run a little bit. Let's get some fast break going, fast breaks going, some easy buckets, um, and knock down a three once in a while. And um, ball movement. Kuzma get going, and I think we should, we should win. This is a game that we should win. I can't say anything is an easy win with this team. But this is a game where we need to come out fast and put the nail in the coffin, get everybody in, uh, get Isaiah Todd in the game, get all these guys. This should be that kind of game, in my opinion. 100%. I think Terrence Ross, like you said, don't let him put up 30. Please don't let him go off again. Please, please. Uh, But most importantly, turnovers. I thought turnovers was a big factor against the Magic. Lower the turnovers. Turnovers were low-key an issue in this game, too, against the Thunder. But at halftime, it was like seven turnovers compared to the Thunder's one. But lower the turnovers. Defend the paint. Defend the paint, please. Do not let the Magic have a layup line like the Thunder had tonight. You got to toughen up in that paint, man. You got to have pride. You know, I, I know that it's just it's nothing worse then guys just getting easy baskets, layups, like layups, and it's feeling like a layup line. So toughen up in the paint. Defend the paint, please. Lock up Terrence Ross. But by any means, please do that because we already know how he torches the Wizards. And lower the turnovers. Lower the turnovers. Keep them low. Don't let the magic stay close and keep in it because you keep turning the ball over. Next thing you know, they got 10 points off your turnovers. You can't let them stay in the game or get a run because you're turning the ball over. And it will be lovely if they can make threes. You know, that would be lovely. They're open threes. Don't fall in love with it. 
But if they're open, please make them. That that will be my keys right there. Uh, any bold prediction? Um, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going with Kuz, man. And I'm gonna Don't say, Kuz. but it's not really a bold prediction anymore, I guess, because he keeps doing it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Gaffer gets five blocks. Five blocks. Uh, yeah, no blocks tonight. Five blocks, maybe a block game for him. Okay, okay. Rui, I say Rui gets his first double digit point game. I say Rui gets twelve points. His first double-digit double game of the season. And that's all we have for you guys. I want to thank you once again for making Locked On, which is your first listen each and every day. Now for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. So, Ed. Are we ending this game off for the dub? We, hey, it's already up. Dub, man. Yes, we ended it with a dub. We'll take it. Man. I'm, I'm gonna we'll, say. I'm gonna say. Last thing. I'm gonna say. Thomas Bryant dunks on somebody. That's my bold Ooh, prediction. Oh, Clay Thompson vibes. Clay Thompson vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but all right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Make sure subscribe, comment on the YouTube videos, leave five star reviews. Thank you all for listening once again, guys. Thank you, guys. Hells of the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.